Wrong button there. Okay. Oh, there we go. go. Okay. Nobody. Okay. I was I was saved July the ninth of two thousand and thirteen as a fifteen year old boy. The Lord changed my life. I knew 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 I needed to be saved, but I would come to church and, and hear the word of God preached and, and put it off. Wait till maybe next Sunday, maybe Wednesday night, maybe maybe tomorrow, and I'd put it off. But like like you was talking about, taking that chance, taking the gambling. But thank the Lord God was merciful to me. He was long suffering and he had mercy on me, saved my soul, changed my life. July the 9th of 2013, gave me a desire to do something for him, and uh, not long after I got saved, God called me to preach, and I began to preach wherever I had the opportunity, and, and God uh, began to give me a desire to do more for him. In 2016, I had the opportunity to go to Columbia, South America, with, on a mission trip with a few men from our church, and got to go down there, and God began to work on my heart there on the mission field, seeing the need there. I didn't have a desire to be a missionary, but the Lord began to changed my heart, and uh, when I got back from Columbia, God was working on my heart about the mission field, and got a hold of a book uh, called The Challenge of Mission, talking about uh, different countries, unreached people around the world, and talked about Peru, and the unreached people there, and God be- God put a burden on my heart for Peru, began to pray about it, seek the will of God, and, and it wasn't long the Lord called me to go to Peru to preach the gospel to those people, and so I'm excited about what God is doing, looking forward to to get in there, I've been on deputation just a little over a year now, and I, I'm about 60%. Uh, I've got about 60% of support that I need, so y'all pray for me. Lord willing, I'd like to be uh, to the field around January or February of next year. So y'all pray that God would have his will, that he would get me there in his time and, and use me for his glory when I get there, even even before I get there. But uh, I'm, I'm excited about what God is doing. I'll be going down there helping another missionary out, Brother Don Rich. He's been, been there about 17 years. Be working alongside him starting out, and then I'll be, Lord willing, going out to, to start churches, plant churches. So y'all pray for me that God would use me, that he would be glorified, that souls would be saved, and, and, and work would be done for the glory of God. And I sure would appreciate that. If you have your Bibles, let's go ahead and be turning to the book of, of Genesis. Genesis chapter number 26. Genesis chapter number 26. I sure appreciate all the food and the, the room this week. It sure has been a blessing. I've enjoyed being here. and Thank, thank you all, all the preachers that's preached. I sure, sure has been a blessing to me. Genesis chapter number 26. You found your place. If you're able, if you would, stand with me as we re- read the Word of God. The Bible says, Genesis chapter number 26 and verse number 1, the Bible says, And there was a famine in the land beside the first famine that was in the days of Abraham. And Isaac went unto Abimelech, king of the Philistines, unto Gerar. And the Lord appeared unto him and said, Go go not down into Egypt, dwell in the land which I shall tell thee of. Sojourn in this land, and I will be with thee, and will bless thee, for for unto thee and unto thy seed will I give all these countries. And I will perform the oath which I swear unto Abraham thy father. And I will make thy seed to multiply as the stars of heaven, and will give unto thy seed all these countries, and, and thy seed shall all, na- all the nations of the earth be blessed, because that Abraham obeyed my voice, and kept my charge, my commandments, my statutes, and my laws. In verse 6, the Bible says, And Isaac dwelt in Gerar. Let's go on down to verse number 12. The Bible says, verse number 12, then Isaac sowed in that land, talking about Gerar, and received in the same year an hundredfold, and the Lord blessed him. And the man waxed great and went forward and grew until he became very great, for he had possessions of flocks and possessions of herds and great store of servants, and the Philistines envied him. 
For all the wells which his father's servants had digged in the days of Abraham his father, the Philistines had stopped them and filled them with earth. And Abimelech said unto Isaac, Go from us, for thou art much mightier than we. And Isaac departed thence and pitched his tent in the valley of Gerar and dwelt there. And Isaac digged again the wells of water which they had digged in the days of Abraham his father. For the Philistines had stopped them after the death of Abraham. And he called their names after the names by which his father had called them. And Isaac's servants digged, again, uh, digged in the valley and found there a well of spring and water. And the herdmen of Gerar did strive with Isaac's herdmen, saying, The water is ours. And he called the name of the well Esek, because that they strove with him. And they digged another well and strove for that also, and he called the name of it Sitna. And he removed from thence and digged another well, and for that they strove not. And he called the name of it Rehoboth. And he said, For now the Lord hath made room for us, and we shall be fruitful in the land. And he went up uh, from thence to Beersheba, and the Lord appeared unto him the same night, and said, I am the God of Abraham thy father. Fear not, for I am with thee, and will bless thee, and multiply thy seed for my servant Abraham's sake. And he built an altar there, and called upon the name of the Lord, and pitched his tent there. And there Isaac's servants digged a well. Let's pray. Lord, thank you for the day you've given us. Thank you, Lord, for another opportunity to be in your house this morning. Lord, thank you for your word, your people that's here this morning. I pray that you'd help us. Meet with us now for these next few minutes as we come into your word. I pray that you'd just guide us, direct us, give us ears to hear, hearts to receive, and minds willing and ready to do what you'd have for us to do. Lord, I pray that you'd do what only you can do in our hearts this morning. If there be one here that's not saved, I pray that you'd help them to see their sin, sinful condition, see their need for a Savior, and repent and turn to you before it's eternally too late. Lord, I pray that you'd help us now. Well, thank you for all that you do in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for standing. The Bible says, I, I, I was reading, reading through here a while back. Uh, I got to go down to Mexico uh, a couple of years ago, and I was, I was down there helping out a church, and, and one of the men in the church was, uh, him and his brother lived right beside, next to each other, and they were digging a well there between, next to their houses, between their houses, and they were going to try to get some water. So while I was down there, we got to go over there and help them work on the well, digging the well. Never had seen that before. And, and uh, I got to go over there and help. It was pretty interesting. And I was reading not long after I got back from Mexico there doing that, I was reading through this chapter, and, and there in verse 15 it talks about, it said, For all the wells which, which his father's servants had digged in the days of Abraham his father, the Philistines had stopped them and filled them with earth. In eight, verse 18 he said, And Isaac digged again, the wells of water which they had digged in the days of Abraham his father. For the Philistines had stopped them after the death of his father. And, and it kind of caught my attention because I'd, I'd seen the process of digging a well. Got to go see that and go help out a little bit in, there in Mexico. And we didn't, we didn't have a drilling rig. <laughs> I didn't get to go down in the hole, but I was helping pull out the dirt and haul, haul the dirt off and stuff. And I got to see them, what they was doing down in the hole. Uh, and it, it was pretty interesting. We had a little little uh, pulley there and they'd go down in the hole and, and be digging and we'd pull the dirt up, had a, had a rope and I mean, them, them five gallon buckets, we had a, had a five gallon bucket on the end of the rope and you think, you know, just carrying a bucket of dirt is not really that heavy, it's not bad but when you start pulling that thing up like this, 100 feet out of the well, it gets heavy right quick. <laughs> but anyway, I, I, I noticed that there in verse 18, he said, that, and Isaac digged again the wells of water which they had digged in the days of Abraham his father. For the Philistines had stopped them after the death of Abraham, and he called their names after the names by which his father had called them. And I thought, got to thinking about them wells. How back then, if there 
if somebody, if you were going to move to a place, if you're going to go live at a place, if there was not a spring or, or a river or something like that, you had to dig a well. There was a, if there was not water, if you couldn't dig a well, there was no, there was no possibility of, of life there. You had to have water. You had to have a well if there, if there wasn't already a source of, of good water. You had to have a well. It, it was uh, a source of life. If, if you didn't have a whale, you, you weren't going to be able to live there. And uh, it was a, the, that, that water, those whales are a source of refreshment, life. And, and uh, I, I was thinking about those whales and how, how Abraham, the Bible says he digged again the whales which Abraham, his father, had dug. Uh, talk, talking about the, the whales, how, how Abraham had started it off. How he had had that example from Abraham. How Abraham had come, come first and dug the whales, but, but over time, the Bible says that the Philistines had filled them with earth. They got filled in. They got things that had come in and, 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 and filled the whales in, and they were no longer in, in use, and they had to, had to go back and do it all over again. Had to go back and dig the same whales again. And I got to thinking about some, some whales in, our, in, our own li- in my own life in our country. In our history, some whales that's been dug, our forefathers had dug some whales. And I believe, sadly, little by little over time, those whales that our forefathers have dug have been filled back in. Things come in and, and, and the world comes in and, and, and fills the whales in. And I believe some of them are to the point that there's not even any possibility of getting water out of them right now. Some may have a little water, but it's been, it's been polluted by the things of this world. Some may be working okay right now, but they're getting, they're, they're getting junk in there little by little and getting filled in. And I hope that, that we can determine today to do like Isaac did and, and, and dig again the wells of water which, which our fathers have dug. The, the, the world's going to come in. They're going to try to fill it in. They're going to try to throw their junk in. But it's our, our job as Christians, as God's people, to keep those wells cleaned out, to maintain those wells, to, if, if need be, to dig them again, to go back and, and redo. Dig again what our fathers did. The Bible says over there in Jeremiah chapter 6 and verse 16, he said, Stand ye in the ways and see and ask for the old paths. Where is the good way? Hey, back then they had some good water. He said, walk therein, and you shall find rest for your souls. But they, they said, we'll, we'll not walk therein. I said, we'll let, the whales, we'll let the whales get filled. We don't care. We'll just let the whales get filled in. But God said, if you walk therein, you should find rest unto your souls. For it's a good way. I want to talk about digging, digging the whales again. We'll look at a few whales this morning. A few whales that's... That's been dug in, in days gone by, but I, I believe little by little they've been filled in. We talk about the well, the well of the house of God. The house of God. God, over there in, in Matthew chapter 16 and verse 18, Jesus was talking to Peter. He said, he said, Behold, thou art Peter. But then he turned to himself, Jesus talking. He said, He turned to himself. He said, and Upon this rock, he said, I'll build my church. He said, The gates of hell shall not prevail against it. He said, he, he, he said, I will build my church. And, and, and we've got God's, 
God established His church, and we've been uh, blessed to ha- the, with the opportunity, especially here in America, to have the freedom to, to come together in the house of God, to be able to meet together and, and hear the Word of God preached, to sing the songs of Zion, to, to praise the Lord, to meet with God, to have a place where we can uh, feel the presence of God in uh, and, and the, and the house of God. And thank the Lord for that. Days gone by, men came, they came to America with the, with the intent of, of having freedom of religion, to, right. with the intent to, to be able to worship the Lord freely. They came and they uh, started churches. They began to uh, spread the gospel and to, to preach and to, to do the, the work of God. They had their, the church was the center of life back in those days. But little by little, the world has come in and, and life comes in and, 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 and money gets in the way and things get in the way and people get slack in, in, their, in the attendance of, of, the, of the house of God. But then, the people that actually come, little by little, we sit there and get the world on our mind. Preachers preaching, the singers are singing, whatever may be going on and and that well is getting filled in. The junk comes in, and we may not even realize it sometimes. But that well is getting filled in. We sit on the church pew. And the house of God, in our mind, is, is we, we get further and further from where we ought to be as far as in the house of God. Sadly, the, the wells of the, the, the house of God has been been uh, polluted, the, the junk, the contemporary music, the trash that the world has allowed in, the, the, the wickedness, the, the way people come to the house of God and, and, and treat the house of God. I, I, I was at a church here a while back, and right out in the parking lot, there was a man out there smoking right, right at the front door. I mean, if you want to smoke, that's up to you, between you and the Lord, but don't do it in, in front of the church door, please. <laughs> That there ought to be the respect for the house of God. Things, kids running in the church, I mean, let them run, go outside and run, but in, in the church, it's, a, it's a, the house of God. We ought to respect it. We've let the world come in, the junk of this world. We, we come in and we uh, play on our phones and, and do this and that, and, and, and little by little, hey, oh, this, this, this virus, we let this come in and we, oh, what, we can't come to church. We might get sick. We're going to have to put this on Facebook. <laughs> oh, my goodness. God, God's given us a house, His house to come to, to, to worship Him, to hear from His Word. And, man, how sad it is that that well has been, been filled in. Our, our forefathers dug a well, in that, and they had, it, they had it dug. They had some good water coming out. Little by little, we've let it get filled in to the point that not much water is even, even able to be drawn out any, anymore. I hope we can do like Isaac did and go back and dig those wells again, dig that well again, the well of the house of God. I thought about the, the well of the word of God. God, give us his word. Genesis to Revelation, we got the, the perfect preserved word of God in the, in the King James Bible. The Bible says... 
And the word of God, the word of the Lord is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword piercing, even to the dividing asunder of the soul and spirit. And the joints and marrow is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. He said the words of the Lord are pure words, as silver tried in the furnace of earth, purified seven times. He said, Thou shalt keep them, O Lord, thou shalt preserve them from this generation forever. He said, The law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes of fear. The Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. He said, Moreover, to be desired are they than gold, uh, yea, than much fine gold. Uh, sweeter also than honey in the honeycomb. He said, Moreover, by them is thy servant warned, and in keeping of them there is great reward. Thank the Lord for the word of God. But men have come in. They've said, Oh, oh we, we can't understand that. We can't, this, this old King James Bible, it's old and outdated. We can't understand it. it it's it's hard, to, hard to read. So we're going to come in and change some words. Oh, it's not just a few words. That's all we're going to do. Hey, God made it right the first time. We don't need to change it. God gave us His perfect Word. That, that well, that source of refreshment, that source of life, that water, the, the washing of the water by the Word, He said. We've got that well. God's given us that well. But little by little, we've taken, we've set it aside on the shelf. And we... Go by some man's ideas or some thing that we, we think is a good idea that we have or whatever it might be. We've let the, the well of the Word of God go to the wayside. We've let it get filled in with our own thoughts, some theology of man. It's about time we get back to the Word of God. Get back to that well where we can find the, the, the life, the, the refreshment that God has for us in His Word. Get back to the well. Dig, dig again, just like Isaac did. To dig again those wells. Thank the Lord for the Word of God, the house of God, the Word of God. I'm going to talk about, I thought about the, the well of a, a family of God. I'm talking about Christian families. There was a day in America where maybe not everybody in a, in a house would be saved, but they had a a fear of God. They had a. It was more or less a Christian home, even even though it wasn't like maybe hundred percent. Maybe they'd go to church and they would have a respect for the Lord and the things of God. But little by little, the things of this world have come in, and our families have separated. Uh, the Mama goes here and works, and Daddy goes here and works, and Susie goes to school over here, and Johnny goes to school over there, and, and then they come together, possibly in the evening, and then they all go to their room, or Daddy goes to with his buddies, or whatever it might be, and, and there's no family, no true family like God designed. I, I, over here in verse, verse 32... Of, of Genesis chapter number 26, verse 32, the Bible says, And it came to pass the same day that Isaac's servants came and told him concerning the well which they had digged and said unto him, We have found water. They was excited. They came. They said, Hey, hey, we found water. We got water. We, hit, we, we, dug, we dug the well and we found water. And they was excited about it. They, 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 they remembered. They thought about how 
I, I can imagine they, they might have been digging that well, thinking about how when, when Abraham's servants dug the same well, what, what might have happened, what they might have had to dig through, the things that was going on, and then all of a sudden they see a little bit of water coming in. They dig a little further and, and it starts bubbling up. They said, hey, we found water. Thank the Lord for the day that I found water. Hey, I, I saw, when I was growing up, I saw my parents. I saw them at church. I saw them reading the Word of God. I saw them praying, heard them praying. And I knew they had water. But then it wasn't, it wasn't until July the 9th of 2013. The Lord had been digging. He was digging, on, digging in my heart. He was convicting me. And I came, I, I said, hey, I found water. The Lord, the Lord gave me the water. The Lord saved my soul and changed my life. And I found that water, the, 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 the water that I had seen in my appearance. Water that I had seen in, in other people that I'd been around. I found water. It shouldn't be just for the parents, for the kids. See, Abraham, he said, the Bible says his servants dug the wells. He started it off. It was a family thing. Then Isaac continued it. Uh, he said, Isaac digged again the wells of water which his father had dug. Uh, but then we come to the New Testament over there in John chapter 4. And Jesus, the Bible said Jesus came. Uh, he said he must needs go through Samaria. He came there and, and, and the Bible says he sat on a well. And the, the woman came. And she said, Art thou greater than our father Jacob, which gave us the well? So we see that Abraham started digging wells. Isaac dug them again. And Jacob kept on digging. It was a, it was a family thing. It wasn't, it, wasn't just with, it wasn't just with Abraham. It wasn't just with Isaac. But they kept on. Hey, they found water too. He said, We, we have found water. Thank God for a Christian family. Thank God for families that keep on. Uh, keep on serving the Lord. Keep on uh, digging the wells. Keep on being faithful to the things of God. Think about the well of the house of God, the well of the Word of God, the well of Christian families, or the family of God. Then I th think about the well of the, the worship of God. There was a time when when there wasn't so much in the way where we could worship God without, without being, uh, we, we could worship the Lord in spirit and in truth like the Bible says over there in John chapter 4, uh, verse 23 and 24. He, he said, the, for the Father seeketh such to worship Him. He said, the, they that worship Him must worship Him in spirit and in truth. And, and now we come, we come and, 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 and there was men and days gone by that, that worshiped the Lord. They uh, praised the Lord. They, they knew what God had done for them and they were worshiping the Lord. And now we come and, and we got all the gossip from Facebook on our minds. We got all the things of this world and the, everything else that, that, that comes in and, and we've got it. In our, in, our, in our minds, in our lives, and, and we get distracted from what, how good God has been to us. 
and we fail to worship the Lord like we ought to, to worship God, to praise the Lord. The Bible says, let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. He said, praise ye the Lord. Worshiping God, praising the Lord, that, that well, that, it's a sign of life, that, that worship of God. The well, a well is a, a source of life. It's a source of refreshment. And the house of God, the word of God, the Christian home is, is a source of refreshment. But then worshiping God is a source of life. It's a, it's a sign of life. When we worship the Lord, we, we show the world that we have a Savior that's worth living for. That we have a Savior that's done more for us than we ever deserve. And we desire to, to please Him, to worship Him, to do His will. To worship God. We've gotten away from the worship of God. The, the churches are, are dead. I, I go to churches all the time across the country. And it's very rare to hear somebody, oh, you might may hear amen here and there, and that's, and that's good. But to really hear somebody, to see somebody worshiping the Lord, to really see it, it's very rare. Very rare. We've gotten away that, that well of the worship of God. We've let it get filled in. We let the world come in and, and distract us. Get us turned aside from where we ought to be. We're not worshiping the Lord like we ought to. I say we because I myself included, sadly. The worship of God. Then I, I thought about the well of walking with God. Having a, having a walk with God. Not just a step or two, but a, a walk. Being faithful, walking with God. The Bible said over there in Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 1, he said, I bes- uh, he said Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, he said, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which just so easily beset us. He said, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. That, that patience means endurance. It, it means continuance, to, to keep on going, to, to run the race, to do what God has asked us to do, to, to, to be faithful, to serve God, to keep on, keeping on for the glory of God, to run that race with patience. Hey, he said, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which just so easily beset us. That, that, that's talking about that, that well has been filled in. Those weights and those sins have come in and, and filled the well in to where we can't run the race like we ought to. But he said, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which just so easily beset us. Let us let's, let's dig that well again, get the weight and the sin out and, 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 and lay it aside and run with patience the race that's set before us to get cleaned up. Hey, we, we talk about the sin, that, the sin that does so easily beset us. We talk about that. But we don't talk about the weight so often. That weight besets you just as much as the sin. Those weights that, that may not be sin, may not be in and of itself, it may not be sin. But it still besets us, it still hinders us from doing God's will. Whatever it may be, I, I don't know what it may be in your life, but, but the things that, that hinder us from doing God's will, that, that slow us down, that... that, that 
pull us back from doing what God has asked us to do, that weight, to get it out of the way, to clean that well out, to walk with God, to be faithful, to serve the Lord, to, be, to live a life of separation, holiness before the Lord, to serve the Lord. The well of the house of God, the well of the word of God, the well of a family of God, or Christian families, the well of worshiping God, and the well of walk with God. To dig those wells again. How great it would be if Christians today, in 2022, would, would determine, no matter what they did in 1990 or 1950 or whatever it might have been, no matter what they did then, but just to determine to get back to the Word of God, to dig the wells according to what God wants us to dig them. We can go and, and we can do what one man did or, or another man did, and that may be okay in, in a way, but how about let's just get back and, and dig the wells according to the way God wants us to dig them. To, to dig them again. To get back to where we need to be. To dig the wells again. It's needful in our day and time that we get those wells cleaned out. We're going to die. The churches are going to die if we don't have some water, if we don't have some wells that we can get some water out of. The churches are going to die. They're dying already. Need some wells. Need to dig again, just like Isaac, to dig those wells again. It's going to take some things, though. It's not just oh, we decide to dig them and, and they're just going to be dug like that. But it's going to take some things. So when I was down there in Mexico, I got to see, see the process, see how a well was dug. One thing I, I, I realized it took to dig a well is a lot of work. And I'm afraid that in our day and time, Christians in, in 2022, that's a, that's a bad word, work. Hey, it's going to take some work. If we're going to dig the wells again, it's going to take some determination, some work. We're going to have to be... We're going to have to make up our minds that, hey, whatever it takes, we're just going to get back to where we need to be. Lord, the, 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 the Lord made the way, but we, we've got to, to get the, the junk out of the way, to clean it out, to dig it again. It's going to take some work, but it's going to take some, some help too. I realize if you're down there in that hole, digging, uh, you can't really pull the dirt out when you're 100 foot down in the hole. It's pretty hard. If you're just down there digging, you might move some dirt, but you're not going to get it out, out of the hole like you need to. You need some help. That's why, why God said it, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity, to, for us to come together around the things of God, not to, not to be unified around the false doctrine or junk like the world does, but to be unified around the Word of God, around the things of God, to be helping each other. The Bible says over there in Ephesians chapter 5, he said, uh, he said, submit yourselves one to another in the fear of God. To be submitted, to be serving one another. To be serving the Lord together. Helping each other. It's going to take some hard work. It's going to take some help. We're going to have to have some help. But it's going to, ha it's going to take the Holy Ghost. 
I realized when I was down there in Mexico seeing them dig that well, once you get down a little way in the hole, you got to have some air down there. They, they'd take and they'd, they'd blow, they'd take a, 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 a air pump and blow air down in the hole so they could work down in there. Because without that air, they don't have enough oxygen to, to work right. And, of course, we know, if you've been in church any time at all, you know that the wind or air represents, the, the Holy Ghost represents that, that air. It's going to take the Holy Ghost. If we're going to get anything done, if we're going to dig those wells again, if we're going to get back to where we need to be, it's going to take the, the Holy Ghost to, to guide us, to get us back, get our minds right, to get our hearts right, to get our churches right, to get us back where we, gotta, where, where, where we should be, to get those wells cleaned out, to get them dug again to where the water can flow, to where we can have that source of refreshment, to have that source of life, to dig the wells again. It's going to take some hard work. It's going to take some help. It's going to take the Holy Ghost. It's about time that we, as God's people, decide to, today that we're going to dig the wells again. The Bible says, Isaac digged again the wells of water which they had, dug, they had digged in the days of Abraham his father. For the Philistines had stopped them after the death of Abraham. And he called their names after the names by which his father had called them. To dig again those wells. God's made the way. God, God has showed us by past examples the wells that we can have. The, 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 water, the water that we can get. But we've allowed them to get filled in. Now God has made the way that we can dig them again. He showed us, given us an example of, from Isaac, how he dug the wells again. And now it's our turn. It's not somebody else's from, from 50 years ago or somebody else in another 50 years, but it's our turn. God's given us the job of digging the wells again. Because if we don't, we're not going to have that water. We're going to dry up and, and the thirst without water can't, can't survive too long. If we don't dig the wells again, I don't know how much longer we'll be able to survive. We say, oh, we're getting a little bit of water. We'll get a drink here and there. We'll go to this meeting or that meeting, and that's good. Thank the Lord for it. But I don't believe it's enough. Not a constant source of water. It's a desperate situation. I don't believe that we realize how desperate it is. How desperately we need those wheels. We need them to be cleaned out. and Ready to get some water let's pray Lord thank you for the day you've given us thank you Lord for your word thank you Lord for for the water thank you Lord for the wells Lord I pray that you'd help us now Lord, to get serious about digging them wells again to get back to where we ought to be as Christians as, as churches Lord we need you today without you we can do nothing Lord be all in vain we can dig and dig and 
I'm going to hit water if you're not helping us, Lord. So I pray that you just do a work that only you can do. Help us now, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen.